Hey, hey, welcome back to the Talks with Bree podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Simmons. Let's get into episode eight. So guys, this week on Bree Chats, I am going to be giving you a recap of my Houston visit. Um, it was awesome. I am back in New York. It's bittersweet. <laughs> uh, Houston was amazing. Honestly, I had so much fun. Um, seeing my friends and just reuniting. It was the first time that we saw each other, um, all of us together since um, 2019. That was the last time we were all together. So being able to just come together to celebrate Rachel on her achievement, um, it was just, it was one for the books. Um, Let's get into Brie Chats. So Houston was amazing. But before I even get into Houston, can I tell you guys about LaGuardia Airport? No, seriously. Why didn't anyone tell me? I used to hear like serious horror stories about LaGuardia. I heard how horrible it was, you know, and I was just like, I'll never fly out of LaGuardia. Um, Fast forward to 2022, I found a great ticket. The price was amazing. Too good to beat because JFK was playing themselves. Okay. All the flights out of JFK, I I, I swear at the prices ridiculous 600 700 800 i'm like wait i'm going to texas i'm not going to the caribbean or europe or wherever so i found an amazing price ticket i think we paid either 200 or 300 something dollars for our round trip ticket but we were flying out of laguardia and when i saw that it was laguardia because i was adamant i was like i'm not doing laguardia when i saw that we were flying out of laguardia i was like you know what for this price I'm just going to have to suck it up, put on my big girl panties, and head out to LaGuardia. Y'all, no one told me LaGuardia had a whole new refresh. The place looks amazing, okay? LaGuardia Airport is giving JFK a run for its money. In fact, if you have not yet been to the newly re-renovated LaGuardia, and I believe they're still renovating, right? But if you have not yet been to the renovated LaGuardia, you should. Not only are the, the flights cheaper, but the airport looks amazing. One of the things <laughs> that I liked um, it was when we were going to security, there was actually a timer. Like it showed you your estimated time at the security line. I don't know about anybody else. I saw that and I really appreciated knowing that I was expected to wait at least nine minutes in security. Because sometimes you go, like, let's say you're online for security. You have no idea why the line was so long. I do have global entry. I forgot to bring it. (laughs) I forgot to bring my card and I did not remember my my number. So, you know, I was with the regular folks because now that I have global entry or global citizenship, as I like to call it, a.k.a., um, y'all can't tell me nothing okay in fact if i'm traveling with you and we're going somewhere overseas and you don't have global entry i will see you at the gate (laughs) no offense but i will see you at the gate um because global entry has changed my life um i went through global entry i forgot oh i was coming from uh, mexico last year and oh my goodness y'all i felt like either some kind of ambassador, some kind of diplomat, some kind of celebrity. 
it was like a royal treatment. I mean, I got so bougie that I, <clears throat> when we got off at JFK and we're walking to um, like the security area to go through customs, there were folks like on the global entry line. So now me, right, with all my privilege, I'm standing there and I'm just like, wait a minute. Are y'all all for global entry? Don't tell me that when I finally got global entry, now I got to wait online. The whole purpose was not to wait online. However, it turns out it was some of the other folks who didn't have global entry, you know, the non-GEs, um, they were, they were, you know, they had to, they, they didn't realize the line. So as the lady was like, this is only for global entry. Please go to the regular line. If you do not have global entry, my, my little extra self. Yes. I decided to help her. I was like, yes, please excuse me. This is only global entry. Yeah. Do you have global? En- you do you have global entry? No, you don't. Please go to the regular line. Please go to the regular line. Yes. I was feeling myself, y'all. I was feeling myself um, because I have global entry. So <clears throat> I didn't I didn't bring my card to go through the TSA pre-check section. And I'm sure they could have looked it up. But, you know, it, it's fine. It was early in the morning and it was only nine minutes in the line, which I was just like, you know what? I could do that. I could do nine minutes. Um, but LaGuardia is beautiful. We went through Lickety Split. We got to the gate. Um, Southwest, this was my first time flying Southwest and I was, I was pleased, you know, I've, again, I've heard stories, but I was pleased with Southwest. Um, I didn't pay for extra to select my seats. So what happened is if you check in early enough, you get to be in group A or group B, which is where where you want to be. Okay. So my understanding of it, um, thanks to Fran, who we met in Dallas, because that was where we had a layover. Um, she explained it as you check in as soon as possible, right? As early as possible, because once you check in, the earlier you check in, the greater chances you'll have of being in group A or group B, because it's open seating, right? You select whichever seat you want to. So I don't like to sit, sit in the back at all. Um, I'm a front seat type of girl. So I was up in the front. Me and my friend Kay, we we've selected our we got in um unfortunately on our way to Dallas because we had a layover in Dallas. Um and that was my first time doing a layover too. No, no, no. I I I'm fibbing. I had a layover when I was going to Greece. We had a layover in Russia. Um but I guess locally. Um domestically I had this was my first layover and you know it wasn't bad it was not bad at all um from LaGuardia to Dallas the flight wasn't bad um from Dallas to Houston I don't know what happened we had turbulence but I forgot to take my motion sickness pill and oh my goodness y'all I you know I I had a little bit of a um a, a nausea situation which led to me throwing up thank goodness I had a bag like right there in front of me because I felt it I was just like Sabrina how did you forget the drama mean but I I thought that I had it under control Mm -mm, no y'all when we hit that turbulence because it was gonna be rain in Houston even though it rained like for two seconds and stopped when we hit the it was just like the the plane went I was just my stomach was like girl what's what's happening 
So, you know, I threw up, but it was fine. Um, um, you know, we made it to, to Houston. It was wonderful. My friend Kay and I, we flew in. Maddie met us um, at the airport and Rachel, Rachel picked us up and we just had a blast. Um, but if you get the chance, LaGuardia, okay? So let me give you a quick rundown of all the places that I visited in Houston. I think I'm going to be missing two. However, I made notes. If you get the chance to go to Houston, you must with a capital with capital letters M U S T, you must visit the Turkey Leg Hut, okay? Guys, I I've, I've never seen turkey legs that big. I mean, <laughs> one of the guys, he just kept saying, everything's bigger in Houston. Everything bigger in Texas. And I was like, yes, yes, I, clearly everything is bigger in Texas. Um, but the food was delicious, okay? We had, there was, um, there was, so the most popular one was the shrimp Alfredo. And then there was the crawfish. And then there was the Hennessy glazed turkey leg, okay? Y'all, the Hennessy first of all the meat fell off the bone okay if you lifted the bone the meat fell off i've never tasted anything like it it was delicious the food was good the drinks was good the fries we had the boudin balls oh my gosh Mm. i got a taste of southern eating i mean i've had food in atlanta and georgia but texas is different so we went to the turkey hen leg hut and this is not in the in the correct order we also had like a cute like dinner um like our girls dinner at this restaurant called eddie v's oh my gosh the food was so good and the dessert our waiter tyler he was just the sweetest little thing in the whole wide world i want he reminded me of my baby brother um he was so sweet and you know, the, the food was delicious, but Tyler really outdid himself when he brought the dessert out. We had the banana foster. Guys, it was so good. It was so good. The f- Oh my gosh, the ambiance, the food, they had live music, um, which was a nice touch. So um, that was good. The last time I was in Houston, I went to the Toasted Yolk. Rachel took me to the Toasted Yolk. And I had the food was delicious once again. Um, you know, I I I am a believer in, in in grits. I didn't know being being West Indian, right? I I tried to I wouldn't say West Indianize um, the foods that I that I don't really that I'm not familiar with. But I remember when I first um, heard about grits, and I kept asking, I'm like, what is it? It is is a porridge? What is it? What's grits? And they're like, no, it's like a grain. And I've had grits in New York and it was a little bit, you know, kind of, I wouldn't say soupy, but it was, yeah, it was more liquidy. However, the grits in Texas is substantial. Okay. It is seasoned. It is delicious. There is cheese. I love cheese. Um, yeah. And then the toasted yolk, they had these, um, churro donuts. Oh, with caramel sauce. Yeah. I know I probably gained about 10 pounds, but it was all worth it. I'll be in the gym on Monday. Um, but I, I remember in our group chat, Rachel was like, y'all come to gain weight. I'm like, no, girl, we ain't messing with you because we're all foodies at heart. So we definitely enjoyed um, the food at the Toasted Yolk. We ordered that for breakfast one morning. Um, there was another brunch spot. Oh, my goodness. I can't remember it. But the food and the drinks was really good. The DJ, she was so funny. Um, 
I remember Maddie saying, why is her face looking like that? Like she just looked so uninterested in being there. I cannot remember the name of it. If I get the name, I will, I will let you guys know in an upcoming episode, but or in the show notes. However, the DJ was funny. She was just, she looked so bored. But when I tell you she was jamming, she was jamming. Okay. And we had, we were just, we were just jamming up with her. We were like, yes, girl. There were a couple of times when she played some songs that we were like, Whoop, okay. We were like, girl, you know, and you know, she gave us a little smile, um, because we were sitting right by her, but it was, it was really fun. Um, and then <clears throat> Rachel, Rachel, Rachel took us to, um, Kirby and Chapman. <laughs> Guys, <clears throat> I I like to people watch and this was the ultimate people watching event. Oh, we also went to the Galleria, the Galleria Mall. Um I think that's just a thing that we do now um because <laughs> we always joke and say, you know, we're going to the Galleria, Drake be singing about the G- Galleria. There's a song that he sang about the he was like he'll keep the galleria open for you and your friends so we just took that line as our line (laughs) you know friends do things right so we you know we have like little things that we that we have inside jokes about so we went to the galleria but kirby and chapman sunday morning we went it was sunday afternoon and it's like i guess it's like a houston staple in the houston culture so it you can have brunch there however i was told that that their brunch isn't their brunch isn't all that great right it's like on and off and I want somewhere that's on at all time however it turns into like a day party as the day progresses so it's like this huge space they have seats there's a huge bar um and there's music there's a dj you could go outside you could go inside um and then there's another side that they could open up if it gets too crowded but the place was it was so much fun we had so much fun like, first of all, you know, they always say New York, New York folks, we're a little different. Like, you know, we we're a little standoffish or whatever. But I, we got a chance to see like some some Southern hospitality <laughs> because while we were there, um, Rachel's boyfriend, we were standing there. We saw a guy that came up. They were like, oh, my God, how you doing? How you doing? I was like, oh, they know each other. Yo, they didn't know each other. They just they just were wearing a similar brand and. They just had a whole conversation. This is what I talk about, guys. Like, guys can make friends easily, right? But it was so much fun. So he was explaining to him. He's like, yeah. He's like, that's how we do it down here. Like, somebody say hello, we say hello. Which I think I would fit in because I was saying hi to everybody. However, the women in Houston are different, y'all. I I thought, you know, being Jamaican and, and being, like, living in New York, you just think you're the best, Right? they walked with a soundtrack in their head because as as some of them were walking it was like it was like a runway show I enjoyed every bit I was people watching I was looking at how people were interacting with each other but it didn't feel pretentious like it didn't feel it didn't feel like you know if you've gone out in New York and everybody's like standing to one side and one corner people are laughing and talking yes and there are some people who are standing up but it was just a really nice vibe like you just you just felt like just real chill and just you had so much fun so we had fun we were people watching um the music was great we didn't want to leave <laughs> we did not want to leave um but then we had to meet up with um, maddie's sister but we we had so much fun and i told rachel i said the next time we go 
I, we were coming back here. We have to come back here. So, you know, those are just a few places that we went to in Houston. Um, we got a chance to, my girls and I, we recorded an episode. I hope you were able to listen to episode seven titled, What About Your Friends? Um, but we, it was, it was really good. I will say if you get the chance to go to Houston, you should. It was hot, but it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't know if it was because I was so happy for you know from reuniting with my friends and just happy to be you know out and about that I would I didn't mind the heat like it was <clears throat> one day it felt like 106 one day it felt like 105 but it was not it didn't I I, I it, it wasn't I didn't find it to be as like oppressive as New York heat like the humidity in New York is different right like I came back Friday don't ask me why I went to work on Friday because I was exhausted um but I went to work and I, I it was it was unbearable like it was hard to breathe and I think the reason for that is because New York is a little more like congested and tightly you know everything is together Houston is wide open right wide open spaces so it's different so um I enjoyed that um we also went to Rudy's Rudy's barbecue Oof. oh my goodness y'all they had some pickled peppers it was so delicious and i found a new weird food combo i was having pickles right with grapes yes if you ever i i like food combos like weird food combos so my newest creation was um pickles with grapes and um that was that um this this trip was long overdue it was well needed and i was so happy to be able to um share the moment with my friends um and being able to record an episode with them um it was beautiful I listened to it again and I, I laugh and I smile to myself um because again it it's it's something that I value right friendships and being able to share these moments being able to be present in these moments um are those are the things that I value deeply and I I truly enjoyed myself in in um in Houston um I'm, you know, and it's not going to be my last time. I'll be back down there because uh, Rachel's down there. We got to go. Um, but aside from that, you know, we're coming up to a new month. And I, you know, I took this weekend to just kind of do a reset, a reset um, in addition to recapping um, Houston and, and what happened. Um, this this weekend was a reset for me. I didn't realize like how tired I was. Um, and this weekend I just kind of just stayed in and I just rested, um, because sometimes you need that. You have to recognize when your body needs rest. You have to recognize when you need to kind of just step out and, and get back to, to yourself. And that's what I did this weekend. Um, I journaled, I journaled while, while I was in Houston, but I journaled and I just, um, kind of got some thoughts out that I was that was, that was that I was ruminating on and we're coming up to a new month August is <laughs> a day away August is tomorrow and I want to I want to really bang it out once again maximizing my summer but also making sure that I take time to be present and be still and um also just taking time to also appreciate the things that are around me and the people that are around me I can't explain to you, I mean, I can't express how much I am trying to just really be as grateful 
for my life and the things and the people in my life um, and, and the things that I've experienced. I, I was watching um, an interview with Kobe Bryant and he was talking about just like how passionate he was about the game of basketball. Um, he said, you know, he said, if you don't wake up every day excited to go to work or excited to, 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 to do what you're doing, then, you know, it, he, it doesn't make any sense because he loved what he did. And it actually made me want to listen to like some of his interviews again, because this man, regardless of how you feel about the Lakers or, you know, um, whatever, you can't deny that he was an amazing and a great athlete. And what you can learn from him is, you know, the the obsessiveness of him wanting to, to be the best in, in everything that he did in this game and his sportsmanship, um, his love and appreciation for the game. You know, he spoke about just his curiosity and his excitement at seeing like different types of basketball courts. I didn't know there was different basketball courts. Um, but he, he, because he was so much of a, a student and a master at the game, if that makes sense, right? Because I think you can be a lifelong student, but there are certain points to become the master and you're still a student because we're still learning. We're always learning. But when he described going in and seeing the different, how a net is set, right, on the court, there are different heights that a net could be set at. And I didn't know that. Um, I, I was like, this man truly loved what he did. And he he had an appreciation for it, right? He learned from those around him. He asked questions. Um, and as I was watching his interview, I was like, man, we really lost um, someone who was so great. But again, like, it, it's just a reminder. We don't know how much time we have um, in this life. Uh, and the most we can do is to is to play our part and is to do our best in whatever it is that we're doing. And I was um, re-inspired to, you know, take a different look at my, um, my, my new position and how I can play a part in it. Um, I think I'm still acclimating to the position. And because of that, I am going to see how I can tackle it from a different end because it's a different it's a different area um it's logistics and space planning something I've never done before um so it's new and I wouldn't say it's been a challenge but I would well I wouldn't say it's been a challenge in that it's something that I can't do I think it's a challenge in that it's it's a change right and changes are challenging so it's me learning how to figure out a way how to conquer that and um, to be the best of it because now I want to master it right I want to master having that knowledge under my belt and I think I I, I, I really appreciated listening in this morning um, on Kobe's interview because it just reminded me again of how important it is to to do what you love and to to learn, to be in a constant state of learning. And you have to, you have to have that drive, right? You have to have this drive and this passion for what you do to be the best. I'm not saying to be perfect, but to be the best, right? Um, and your best is how you decide it. So, um, 
if you ever get the chance, you should listen to some of his interviews because he was just being able to appreciate his passion for it. Um, you guys would, you guys would, you guys would like that. Uh, oh, y'all, I posted for the first time in two years on my Instagram. It was, it was, it was, it was different. It was like, oh, okay, I did it. And then I'm like, all right, I don't want to do it again. (laughs) I was like, oh, that was a lot. Um, But it, you know, I was like, all right, at least, you know, I did it. Um, But, uh, you know, that was fun. Uh, My friends were so funny because we tried to, captions, y'all. We were trying to figure out captions. And I was just like, I'm going to put a, oh hi and and everyone is like what um because i i'm awkward so i couldn't figure out the right caption but it's fine um i just posted it with no caption because my sister was like girl when you come back after a long time you don't put any caption i was like is this the thing um but you know i'm i i don't want to i don't want to sound like i'm being um i don't know what i can't put the right word but you know those folks who look at everyone and then judges folks on what they do that's not what I'm doing um but I do I do see like I do find it humorous sometimes even looking at folks on Instagram and the post and the the captions and I'm like wow that's so witty or wow (laughs) that's interesting I'm like why would you put that uh you know but that's just me um um but yeah this is my Houston recap and also a reset uh, because I needed to take the time to kind of just step back and to rest and I encourage you all to do that um, when you can it's important to rest Um, it's important to get back to yourself um, because you I'm not empty as far as not feeling like drained I'm I'm physically tired and that's that's the difference I think when you're physically and emotionally and mentally drained that's a different story however when you are just physically tired you should listen to your body and take that rest um because I am full um just off this trip I'm full just off being able to spend time with my friends celebrate my friends love on my friends and appreciate the fact that I've been blessed with you know, so many wonderful friends in my life. So, um, remember to take the time to reset y'all because it, it's important. So this is my recap and reset episode. I cannot wait to give you guys my getting to know me episode. It is coming. And, um, there's a few more things that I have lined up for you guys. Um, I want to thank you all for listening. I want to encourage you all to have a wonderful week. And when you can, take the time to reset. Also, make sure that as you go through the week that you are being still, being present, recognizing where you were and where you're going. Okay? I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.